You're listening to Bleed TV, the only podcast that best shows and movies. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And tonight we have Walking Dead. Um, this was episode six. Yep. Which was the wheelbarrow, microwave, and somebody, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was... <laughs> It's close enough, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, in all honesty. The title is almost as bad, as, you know, but anyway. We're going to have to remove our best shows in our <laughs> podcast intro. Because <laughs> this is official dumpster fire. Wow. No. Well, first, let's, let's say this. We apologize. We did not produce last week. I know it was a holiday weekend, but we also had technical issues as well as sickness in the family. It was just a uh, our own dumpster fire of issues. Yeah, kind basically, of just, a combination a, of many things. Yeah, it was just it was a perfect storm. You know, the only yeah. thing missing was Clooney screaming. You know, on the wave. Um, <laughs> Uh, the reality I, I think of it. me and Jake might have had that here in the corner as uh, we couldn't <laughs> figure everything out. Yeah. But anyway, uh, this was actually called, what was it, The King, The Widow, and Rick? Yes. Which, how does he not have a nickname by now for really anything? <sighs> He's about to get one. <laughs> Let me tell you. Uh, all right. Well, first of all, um, we are doing this a day late. Um, I Personally, I needed another day to calm down from anger and frustration from watching the episode on Sunday so that I wouldn't come in here chewing on the mic because of anger. I don't know about the rest of you. That's where I'm going with the review early in this. Uh, I just needed the extra day for motivation to watch it. Uh, you know, I hadn't seen so many great reviews of it yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, it actually, I, I didn't watch it till the next day, so there we it go. helped me out and cash out apparently, but um, no, not good. No, no. I kind um, of wish I didn't watch it. Yeah, this is... Um, I mean, I hate to be the negative Nancy right off the bat, but uh, I think we're all going to be in unison here. This is <laughs> one of the, it's one of the worst, in my opinion. You know, it's it's weird because it's like, if you say worst episode of Walking Dead or something like that, it's, it's not that. No, it's not that. It's, it's not just, that. It's just where they've gone, where the writing has gone, what decisions they've made in this episode. Let me rephrase that. You Disgust. This is the worst writing and angles or choices they've made in in, a, in the series so far, in my opinion. Heck, I'll go back to season two, and I know that season two slog was about the barn and people going like that, but I got news for you. There wasn't a God-awfully written, no, terribly no. coincidental no. eye torture like I watched Sunday night. No, season two was slow- but it wasn't like it was bad acting or bad writing. No, yeah, the writing was still good, even though you didn't get a whole lot out of it. This episode, I, I is just nonstop head shaking, just constantly head slapping, Ugh. going against what they've already developed and everything. And it's just like, what are we doing here? Because I texted you as soon as I finished. What did I just watch? I'm telling you, man. I mean, like, I just this, the decision after decision after decision they show on this. And what, how the rationale to come to the decisions as well. That's the other thing. Right, this is the decision you made. Now show me a good way to get to that decision. Even that was on fire. No, it was that bad. The reasonings, everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, trash. Like, they're just. I mean, so coincidences. Uh, just a, a pile of them oh. that are extremely ridiculous. It's like wiping your ass and it never becoming clean, and it just itches and hurts and burns, and that's what I felt like the entire episode. Yeah, this is the. <laughs> Ass rash of Walking Dead series. I felt like um, Ari Shafir. Did I pronounce it correctly this time? That's correct. And uh, Fitzdog when they were waterboarding. Yeah, each willingly other. waterboarding <laughs> each other. That's why I felt like I was, I was like, you know, it's not that bad. It's like, yeah, I'm just, just kidding you. All right, so it, we kept watching. Let's 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 dive into this. 
All right. So the episode starts off with Rick, you know, practicing for his 5K. And and, <laughs> um, and he stops by this random wheelbarrow. Because the first time I saw the wheelbarrow, I was like, okay, who puts this shit at the street? I mean, so then he, he opens up the microwave, you know, and no, there's not a hot pocket in there, but there's some... It's some the mailbox. Yeah. It's the mailbox, basically. And so he's walking and he's reading and stuff like that. Um, so then it goes to this montage of everybody getting their letters, you know, you know, getting their you know notes, this and so on. Um, and I thought this was a kind of a cool way, you know, of letting everybody know what's going on. I do kind of wish that there was like at least show me one person making deliveries. Did I do I, I, I was missing Costner on a horse going, you know, around is the you know it's the postman, but I did I just didn't see it. But I mean, did y'all think that was a little off, you know, or just that hey, there it is? No, this is super weird because I. I I don't know why I gave a shit, but I tried to like work out the timeline in my head. Yeah, I'm trying to rationalize it. How long has Rick been out there running around now? You know, by himself? Because like, like, you, like you say, you don't see anybody from the kingdom or from Hilltop deliver any messages. But you see, I think Maggie gets a message before Carol gets a message. Mm-hmm. But you understand what I'm saying? That it's two separate messages that get to Rick. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like it gets to Maggie, which then gets transferred to Carol. Right. And then Carol and Maggie both respond to Rick. And I'm like... It just doesn't make sense. How like, did, how, yeah. Rick has been jogging for the past 24 hours, apparently? I mean, like... Exactly. That's what they, I'm saying. Like, the, the letters and the content that was on them, like, the idea that that Rick is informing Maggie of the slaughter at Kingdom... Does it make sense? Well, the thing is, too. I don't know. I'm slightly confused on a little a little bit of it because it's like, where was Rick and Daryl? Were they with Aaron's group? Yes. So they were upstairs in that building. Yeah, they were upstairs. Yes. Aaron was, okay, yeah. well, they were at the ambush. When, at the Aaron ambush with Aaron's group. Okay. Right. And then. I don't know, man. My timelines are all jacked up now. Yeah, with well, where- like Michonne got a letter too, didn't she? No. Okay, she just came up like right after the scene. No, Alexandra got no letters. Yeah, Alexandra wasn't in the mix. For some reason, I was thinking like the voiceover was still going on when the Alexandria popped up. So well, I was- the, you know, it was like Maggie was reading her letters. Yeah. So you were hearing her voice, but like she was communicating. Like to me, it was like communicating what Rick was telling her, but then Rick to know what happened at the kingdom. And I, I don't know. It, it was just, it didn't feel good. You know, the well, way no, the there information. Was, there was Rick voice too, though. Right, there was. You know, he's saying, we're winning. It's, yeah. right. it's working. Stick to the plan. And so like, I thought he just wrote the same. I imagined him somehow just writing like a printer presser. You know, like back in the old times, you had to just handwrite everything. I was like, he just copy pasted this entire see, letter. See, here's the thing is, you didn't see anybody from the kingdom inform others of what happened. Because they're all dead. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you sure wasn't Jerry, you sure wasn't Ezekiel, no. and Carol, no. I mean, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was missing a little bit of something to make that December. I mean, it's a small detail, but um, again, you know, they got like they're doing the montage, they're talking about the plans working, da 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 da. And the, Rick decides to, you know, um, he even talks about some of the details about how they have lookouts at the sanctuary. So if somebody opens a door or somebody comes out or da, 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 you know, they're going to clip them or they're just going to open a can of worms for their own problems like that. And I thought that was a cool detail. I mean, there was a couple things in here that made good sense Yeah, that those things were in place. Um, so I did like those things, but then 
garbage pail kids I, naked doing arts and crafts. Why? Why I'm just, is why? she naked? Like, I mean, why is she? Why? Why is the seventy year old man beside her naked, and we have to see his ass instead of hers? I mean, why? I don't think either's a winner at this point. I, I mean, I don't want to see her ass either. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a hell of a lot better than this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I but, just, I don't know. I mean, like, and uh, to tell you the truth, the half naked uh, uh, art class they're doing it doesn't compare to as stupid shitty. As the way they speak to Rick later on. Well, Agreed. A- the bottom line is the entire garbage pail thing was a disaster decision back when. When we introduced I think them. I totally believe that the only reason they're brought in was just to be something different. That's the writer's way of saying, okay, let's just really throw a remix in here from the comic book. And also, I've got a great idea for a, a, a walker that has metal spikes sticking out of him everywhere. And we could have just dropped that thing anywhere. We would have roasted and loved it 100%. I really believe that's that was the motivation. If they wanted a walker with spikes and shit like that, just let, put it in there. Let fucking Eugene come up with it when they're doing the fence. Right, you know. and let then let it show itself some kind of way. You know what I mean? It makes sense for him. He's like a video gamer and stuff like that. Like that yeah. is something he would come. Well, that up was with. something his mind would come up with. Is that how do we make a walker more effective as a defender of the fence yeah. line? Okay, oh, well, well, yeah, we'll put we metal would put all over it. We have like metal. I mean, metal just over almost it, yeah. like a Silent Hill kind of stuff, right? Exactly, there. exactly. I just I firmly believe that. And so this. So as soon as Rick shows up with the garbage pail kids, I was just like, you've got to be kidding me, man. And can we talk about the lock that they use for their massive door? This little, like, sliding lock that you can break into at any hotel room. <laughs> I was like, the whole point of having these massive push-open doors is like those sliding trees <laughs> that you use as locks. Yeah. I'm sorry, I, it just really bothered me. So let's, uh, let's talk, while we're on Rick right here, let's talk about Rick's negotiation skills. I... Basically, um, you grazed me. I shot you. No, you grazed okay. me. Okay, we, we got it. Okay, all right. I'd still be mad if you hit uh, me. You need me. I need you. Um, look, I've already destroyed them, and we got these. Could you make out anything on these Polaroids? No. They look like blurry. <laughs> they look like somebody spit up on a, in, on a piece of paper. Anyway, but hey, at least- and he's showing them to the other people and not her. I did not understand this. Well, no, he hands them to her after that, and she looks at him. But at least now we know why Rick looked like he was a dick the entire time he was taking photos. Well, it just—I don't know. Like he's like, you know, we'll destroy you if you don't. There's a motivating factor. To it's good yeah. tactic. You've already sabot- You've already sabotaged our first go, and you backstabbed us. By the way, I need you. And if you don't, I'll destroy you. And by the way, I'm here by myself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is like, really? But my people know that I'm my here. people know I'm here. Oh, well, you'll be just as dead when <laughs> they find you. I Yeah, I don't know what this is. And I got to be honest. I was completely thrown and couldn't give two shits what they were saying after it was like, one chick's going, trick. And then the other guy, I don't even remember what he said. Oh, just something God. so yeah. stupid. Yeah. And no. They were all talking like fucking Yoda. It's so <laughs> stupid. It was. It was. That's why I say the entire garbage pail thing is just. There's nothing redeeming. This, it's like, touch. and you hear me, and I there you, and all. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all even saying? This is so stupid. I, mean, I literally, I, I couldn't get past it. I could not get past how stupid of a decision this is. Yeah, it's lame-o. 
if the same writers are writing for Eugene that wrote this shit, I just would be utterly amazed. There's no way he's got. He I mean, the same it's, people. it was just. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the biggest just swing and miss of a uh, group of characters. I mean, this is awful. It really is. It's up there with Dorn, with how bad it is. Yeah. So. I noticed he doesn't have his python on him. He doesn't have that MP5 that was with him when he like that. So I'm hoping he ditched that before he got there. Oh, yeah. Well, he definitely doesn't have any guns. Doesn't right. So, or they took him off of him before he walked in. Maybe. So words. they take him over to a container, and then she writes letter A on it. Of course, we've hit A, what, 100 times on this show? We see we had Terminus. There was an A on Terminus. There was an A on Daryl's chest when he was a prisoner for Negan, and mm-hmm. now we have an A for the container. So I really love to know what this damn A is supposed to represent. Um, and, of course, she's walking around in his boots now. Did y'all catch that little quib? No. Because uh, they made a point to show her walking up in the yeah, boots. You yeah. know, and that's, you know, that's Rick. Because Rick's naked in the container. Yeah. So evidently it's time for his arts and crafts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you always You cat. build a cat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we rub lotion, you build a cat or you don't get out of the hole. <laughs> yeah. This is... Oh my God. Yeah. So uh, we're going to move away from the garbage bill kids. Please. I'm glad. This is the last we see of Rick and his <laughs> retarded shit that he's pulling. <laughs> we, we just kind of wrote Rick off. Like we just see him magically appear out of nowhere. We're okay with it. Oh, gosh. Okay, so I'm going to break into the next... Let's break each one of these next parts into a section of its own because the show does a got a mixed match, okay? Let's go to Maggie at the hilltop. And the first thing we get is Jesus, and he's throwing turnips at all these guys on the fence line. I have no idea what a turnip looks like. No, I, thought I, was was like I thought this was onions for sure. Yeah, a turnip is like a root. You know... Uh, I, you know, the only thing I can think of is from like Mario Brothers. And what I think a turnip looks like, but I think those are radishes actually, aren't they? Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, at a, I'm at a loss. I thought these were the bottom line is holes. is that yes, you're feeding them, but you're also torturing them. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, the turnip is like, the, 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 I want to live. <laughs> but not for that. <laughs> you're that, you're that long headed guy. Yeah. No fucking thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'd Keep rather it. die. <laughs> I'll start I'll gnawing chew on, on my jeans <laughs> than eat that shit. I'll start gnawing on this dude beside me yeah, before really. I eat the turnip. I'll eat this irritating motherfucker right here before <laughs> yeah. I eat that. <laughs> I'm not an animal. <laughs> I won't eat this shit. And Do I look like a rabbit? Do yeah. I have- yeah. No, this is awful. So Maggie and Gregory come out. You know, I hate to say this, but I, I like Gregory more and more every time I see him on camera now. Uh, until a little later. Yeah. Well, I mean. Xander, I mean, he's just a really good actor, and he, he's a he's a great looking scumbag he is. in this right here. So you can't you talk about one of the most perfect casting calls. Okay, ever. once again, great writing for Gregory, horrific for Maggie, as far as I'm concerned, <sighs> horrific for Jesus, horrific for this random guy that's all of a sudden buddy buddy with Jesus. All of this dog shit. All of this dog shit. I mean, I'm telling you, like the whole deal, you know. This should be a non-decision, zero non-decision uh, stand-up. Or at least cart their bodies over there and put those turnips back in the container. At least make an example of the long-haired. Oh yeah, like when you hear the bang and you think it's the gallows they're building. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, build one at least, or. Tie him to a horse and drag him out like oh, the Mongols would. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, I, 
Have him fight like 30 walkers. Like get some entertainment out of this or something. Okay, let's like, be honest to ourselves here now. Okay, Jesus, you're in the same group that we were sniping folks, ambushed a building, an area, mowed 30 people down, letting walkers eat people, do this, this, and this, but we're just going to take these 30 back yeah. with us. We just sent walkers to a compound to kill hundreds of innocent yes. people. But yeah, these 30 people, they're worth the keep. Yeah. Anyway, so again, Maggie's like, you know, this food. And he's like, well, you know, nobody eats them, blah, blah, blah. And Gregory's over there like, you know, you know, this is a bad decision. I'm speaking when everybody else says, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, shut up. <laughs> but it's also like, how is Gregory still this close? Like in any situation. I mean, I like his, you can't have wolves in the hen house. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I, I, or with the sheep. You're the shepherd. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. all that shit. I'm just like. Okay, yeah, I kind of agree with that, even though he's a you know a troll. Yeah. You know, I'm just like... Well, it, most 99% of what he's saying is on point. He just doesn't realize he's saying it about because, himself. Because of well. who he is and what he's saying, you know, and he's the one saying it, it's just, just falling on deaf ears, yeah. you know? It, or, it, if he didn't have the moment where he clearly sold out the hilltop, yeah. you know, uh, you know, with Negan and stuff like that, you would agree with everything he's saying. Oh, 100%. yeah, and I think he would have a much better support and Maggie would be forced hand. Right, it's almost like Shane... From the first couple of seasons, you're like, yeah, he's an asshole, but he's, he's right. an asshole with the point. <laughs> he's who I would want to be yeah. in the zombie apocalypse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, guy who's not afraid to make the hard decision yeah. and execute it. Yeah. yeah. I just, you know, <laughs> literally. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, it's, it's cool when they have a character that you can actually, you're not rooting for Gregory at all. No. But you, you can know, understand him. But you can at least understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Well, and just the writing for him to rationalize and make it okay in his head to be like, I didn't sell anybody out. I did the greater for the good. Right. Well, the sad thing here is a lot of people are like, Gregory's a D-bag, but the reality of this is that if all you've known is the hardships of Negan, but mm-hmm. you get to stay alive, versus a group that said, I'm going to take care of it and failed horribly... It's hard to say I'm going to re-believe that we're going to be able to take care of all this and do it again and not want to say, all right, I'm going to be loyal to the group that's always been dominating. So, I mean, you can say his fear is genuine, and that's the reason he did what he did. So, I don't have a problem. It's just they make him a sleazeball, you know. And that's oh, no, he, he has no redeeming characteristics whatsoever. He's <laughs> zero. <laughs> zero. I've been entertaining on screen. Kind of yeah. like this episode. No redeeming qualities <laughs> at all. Um, yeah. But at least he's... I don't even want to make it sound like I'm on Gregory's side. I'm not. No. But I just feel like in a huge shit show of an episode, he is like a teeny little highlight of something you might enjoy watching. Well, his portrayal of what happened perfect was good. Like I mean like his act, the writing he was given, and how he performed what it was given was on on the money. Yeah, None know. of it was like, oh, bullshit. Oh, no, that's terrible. Or this, No. I mean, like, he played what he was played. He did his lines right. He he conveyed the message he needed to be based on what the character needed to develop and ended up where he needed to end up. Just like when he was in the room with Maggie later and he, you know, he's calling her Margaret yeah. mm-hmm. and he's calling out the real points and doing those things like that for him to end up being the guy who gets put in the cage at the end. You know, all that was on the money. And I do love that he calls her Margaret the yeah. entire time. Uh, I like that she puts him in the cage. I mean, yeah. all that stuff is fine with me. It's everything they did to get to that. Once again, Walking Dead classic fashion. Well, how can we make it where Maggie throws him in there with the fucking, you know, animals? Well, let's just do all this stupid shit all the way up to it. Let's just write it out like a five-year-old. 
And then we'll have this moment where she throws them in. I'm just like, ooh, man. Every bit of this was just, ooh. Just bad taste in your mouth. Right, well, let's think about this logistically. All right, so how long do you think those guys were outside that wall for them to build that prison camp inside the wall? I mean, it doesn't look like more it looks, than a, they a show, day. They a show day an overnight deal, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's and a, who knows how long they've already been there. Right, and so there's that. You know, so I thought that was interesting. Um, so I'd say at least like Did three. you see that there was a part where the guy started talking about how, you know, I haven't been with them long. I'm just somebody who's handy. They sent me to a satellite place to build a fence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the guy I was talking about. That's getting all buddy-buddy with right. Jesus. Yeah, but like, so I guess that new, remember that cyclone fence we were talking about, how how impressively it was built, you know, so well done, you know. Oh, I, the the double layer. Right, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, like, So is this the guy who goes out there and builds it? Because he said, yeah, they just sent me out there to build a fence. I mean, I maybe so. Yeah. You know, I mean, so. I, I thought that was a neat, like a little, you know, a nugget. You know, and I'm like, but also, right. can you believe him? I mean, is he being serious? Who knows? Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, that's just, a weird thing to just throw out as a lie. Is like, you know, there to build the fence. I'm just gonna be honest with you, man. I, I keep going back to that fence and realizing, okay, so that means you have to have water, concrete, aluminum pole, cyclone fence, barbed wire, the tools <laughs> to stretch it, to put it in place. It's at least a three man job. I mean, you mean to tell me you happen to have a cyclone fencing installer yeah. that has made it through the apocalypse? With you this material. These materials readily available, not for one single fence, two. but a two-layer <laughs> fence that encompasses an entire satellite facility like this. I'm just putting it out there. Wow. I, whatever. I know. And that's, yeah, that I, is I, so I, minute, but I'm just saying like... Now that you've gone back in your head and thought about it, it's like, well, yeah, this it's, is at it least It doesn't plausible. help that this guy says, yeah, they brought me in a few weeks ago to put this fence up. Like, he put it up. Okay, but... They are making this guy into Jesus. No, just no, they're making him important for something. Making him important to die at some point, or yeah. to turn on Jesus at some point. Or and he's the, the guy who kills long hair. Like I'm not gonna let you kill us. Because remember, he's the one who knocks yeah. a rock out of his hand and says, you know. Yeah, but once again, I, I see that as a double cross at some point too. You know, honestly, I I feel like long hair guy is gonna be the guy at the beginning of. Running man or something—the one that r- tries to run to the fence and his head bursts. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> at some point, I think he's going to try to run, and Jesus is going to put him down. I'm going to be honest with you. In, if Morgan doesn't kill him, then he is a complete waste of character. Where is Morgan? Who knows what Morgan's doing? Well, you know, clearing yeah. out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, he's clearing all right. Yeah, him and Carl's new friend would do real well together. Oh God, Sadiq. Mm. So. Uh. Uh, jump to Sadiq. Anyway, let's move away from the <laughs> hilltop and Jesus' ridiculousness. Let's go to Carl. Let's talk about Carl because this is when this is when it really gets really starting to get bad for me in the episode. I did like one part of this. Started. Yeah. No, this is like the, when Carl's out there by himself to find this guy. Okay, so we have a walker stuck on a pole, chasing a bag, you know, and. Paper plastic. <laughs> uh, it makes me think. What's that movie? American Beauty. Yes, the bag. Yeah. Yes, you Just know, floating off into the wind. Oh, yes, we, right. we won't name people, but yeah, I won't name one of the main actors in this movie. You know, who dies a horrible <laughs> death. You see this? Yes, it's the highlight of my day. Jerking off in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Kevin Spacey. Yes, it yes. was nice while you were around. I guess. Um, 
And so, of course, you see the guy come up and kill uh, the walker, Sadiq, and then Carl, you know, throws him a goodie bag, you know, and voila, we're BFFs. Well, not only that, like, how does somebody waste that much water? Waste that much water? I don't know if y'all saw it or anything, but like he like squeezes the thing, rip it off the lid, and then water goes everywhere. <laughs> hey, you don't know how long Sadiq's had since he's had a quality drink, man. Exactly. So I'm not going to waste half the bottle that the Mother Nature. Yeah, well, I can see that, but that's just me. I'm sorry. Um. So you know, we have some good conversation. I'm okay with it like that. But he brought like, back Carl's the questions. look is driving me nuts, man. I mean, let's just go ahead and go for an eye patch instead of the giant gauze cloth, you know, that's sticking on your face. I mean, I'm ready I'm, for something. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering when he's just going to get an eye patch of some kind. I'm ready for it. You know what I mean? Now, His in the, eye is healed. Yeah. In the comic book, he wears glasses that has one of them blacked out. You know what I mean? So you still get to see a little bit of it on the bottom. And occasionally he takes it off and you get the full bore. You know I mean, it sounds it? like a James Bond villain. That don't sound good either. Yeah. <laughs> um. But anyway, so their conversation back and forth, and you know, oh, my dad, you know, he did warning shots above your head, you know, da 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 da. And before you know it, they got some trust built, and we realize the reason he's killing two hundred and thirty-seven, give or minus, you know, um, you know, because he's doing something to release the souls, which is an honoring of something he was taught from his parents. Is that am I correct by his that? His mother, yeah, right, and so on. So then the dumb shit starts when we walk up on three walkers eating a deer. Um, of the fucking slowest deer of all time. Yeah. Again, I mean, the deer must have died right there. Yeah. Uh, Not I mean, admit, it's like, also like an elk because it's enormous. <laughs> it's enormous, yes. It's one of those fucking classic Virginian elks. Yeah. yeah. So we make the decision we're going to go and take these three walkers out, which when it originally happened, I could, I was like, whatever, that's not a big Great deal. Decision. Cause I'm thinking, okay, I remember that scene where Carol and Jerry were walking Ezekiel out and she walks around like she's got a butter knife and just walks up to him and you know, they're dead yeah. and they fall. Like she has no hesitation, no struggle, no nothing. Carl Sadiq walk up to these two guys. And before you know it, they're being overtaken. Well, not only that, they stop eating this massive yeah. elk that has already been laid out. And yeah. then there's, 400 walkers out just out in the middle of the woods not eating this I, massive elk. I mean, it, it just baffles me that you mean to tell me that you've been dealing with walkers this long and you get stuck in these predicaments so easily where you get thrown into the deer carcass and you're able to hold this one off while a second one's coming to you. And Sadiq is struggling with one guy in the distance. Not to mention she throws him on the deer carcass. He's struggling like life and death them. Until the other one comes, and he just throws it off to the side, and then uh, the next one it gets, you know what I mean, on top of him, and then they're both then they're both fighting with him. It's like this is fucking so stupid. I mean, like you said with Carol and stuff like that, but also we just found out that Sadiq has killed over two hundred yeah. walkers, can clearly handle walkers, um, and we know Carl is a stone cold killer. Yeah, this is so stupid, and there's zero fear of his death. Zero. No, it's it's so stupid. Because so, yeah. uh, even with the other ones walking up, who cares? Like we saw Ezekiel beat beat them in a race with no legs. That's what I'm getting at. Like, stop trying to put people in dangerous situations. Now, if Sadiq was in there and about to be bit and said or so on, I, okay, I can believe he dies. I get it. But not, you shouldn't tell me he killed 237 before he gets put into a situation where he can't handle one or two walkers in front of him. Yeah. And then he put it this way. Carl, yeah, he got one on him. Another one comes. He shoved this one off. He stops this one like that. And then there's two of them on him. And all of a sudden, he's able to release one hand, pull his nine out, and drop <laughs> both of them. But a second ago, he could barely hold one off with both 
both hands. But he's able to pull that nine and pow, pow. That yeah, I, sense. I like that the walkers like only attack your face, too. <laughs> they only go for your face. Right. They're eating the fucking asshole out of this deer. <laughs> but human beings, we attack your face. <laughs> it's like it's the face only. Straight for the money maker. So that one that he shoves off should have immediately dove onto Carl's big toe and just tore it right off his foot. Should be, he should be looking like Herschel right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like juicy little teenage calf muscle he could have ate up while Carl's flopping like a fish. I'm like, no, this is stupid. They always attack their face. Like they're going to bite their face off. This scene would have been a hundred times better if Carl just walks in there and literally looks like Carol, like drop one, drop one, make it look like he's a badass. Well, instead of him looking inferior, will give Sadiq even more hesitation because, Oh my God, this kid is the real deal is a stone cold murderer. Right. You know, I just, I, man, I'll I'll never understand how they feel like it's at all necessary to make a threat with walkers. It's not at all. The only threat is like if you're in the sanctuary, Gabriel situation where he gets trapped out there because Gregory ditches him, and even that was fucking stupid too. But I'm just saying, it's it's got to be a horde of them, and you got to be severely outnumbered. Right. It can't even be ten to one. You have to understand the show has moved away. To where the walkers are part of the story, you have but, to understand that they you you have to. I know they keep bringing it in like the walkers become a part. The walkers yeah. surrounding the sanctuary—that's a great part for them. That's perfect. The, yeah. the random seeing every once in a while, like the, you know, it being an issue that deflects you one way, or if a horde's coming, that right there I can deal with. But don't tell me a small number, three, with a skilled person and somebody who says they got two hundred thirty-seven under their belt. End up in the situation they're in. I'm sorry. It's just not possible. Carl would have been able to take all three in an instant. It looked asinine. It really, really did, man. It was just so... Well, they just got to come up with new ways of how... Oh, how... This is why he struggled with the walkers. You know what I mean? It's like... Those other walkers that somehow Carl and Sadiq didn't hear stumbling around in the woods right. heading towards this carcass apparently I mean, this is so dumb well here's the here, here, this is my idea when you say make it better show carl go to stab one in the head right and somehow his knife breaks so then he doesn't have a sharp object right and so then he is having to fend him off by hand to come up with something to improvise okay that's that i can believe that because oh, you're no. improvising but then, when you have two of them on you, and you're able to take a hand away, wipe it off on your chest, grab your nine millimeter, with literally one foot from your face, shoot two rounds, he couldn't hear for the rest of the walk home. I can tell you that right no, now. No, not at all. Okay, actually, not only that, the shell casing would be burning to his cheek. You know, because he was close. Yeah, I don't think that bothers him too much at this point. Yeah. I'm just putting it out there. Like, his, his gaping eye holes yeah. catching the, the shell. And the brass in the eye. Yeah, that's good stuff. But anyway, the scene was just terrible all around. The bottom line. Yeah, I don't. Um, and I, I got to be honest with you. When Sadiq was first introduced, you know, a few episodes ago or whatever, he came off as a crazy person to me. Mm-hmm. You know, his singing and his weird rambly talking and things like that. Even the way he moved it seemed like a crazy person. And then to find out he's clearing walkers to release their souls and stuff. Carl has got a blind spot to me right now, too. Like, what? 
okay, he answered your three questions. And I'm, I love when that is usually called back and stuff like that. But, man, you got to take a second and realize this guy is acting and sounds like a crazy person. So I'm not, I wouldn't be so quick to bring him back to Alexandria, you know. I don't know. I, I, once again, I feel like this is a poor decision to get a new character in. Yeah, I'm just not real sure why they want to, if they want to create some strife with Carl and Rick, it's like, why create all the strife with Daryl and Rick? You know what I mean? Like, if, why, why are they trying to now pin characters against Rick or, yeah, I don't know. I, it just, it's forced. I don't it like looks, the direction. It looks crap. I don't like the direction to, they're, they're shoveling it. We just lost Eric. It's like, all right, we'll throw Sadiq in now. We've all we've said this whole season is start shaving off people. We've got to shave these characters off. Got to trim the fat, and it ain't happening. No, well, I mean, we did just lose an entire colony in the kingdom of a bunch so. of nobodies. A bunch well, of I nobodies. Mean, hey. the, Bluff. the blonde guy, yeah. that enormous black guy, the chick with the armband. We had no idea what these people's names were or anything. The only way that was meaningful <laughs> is if Jerry went down. Then, then you'd have somebody that was a true named character true. that means something. Everybody out there was cannon fodder. You know? No emotional attachment whatsoever. Exactly. No, whatsoever. Oh, that's tragic. Moving on. You know, <laughs> I mean, oh, no. Actually, what was good about it was you get to see their bodies with giant bullet holes in them. That was fantastic. All it was was you know great special effects. There was no like, oh, that is god awful. You know, da 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 da. I mean, give me a break. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. Well, look, let's move on to the new section. Let's talk about Carol and Ezekiel then. Okay. So Ezekiel's not having guests. And no. Jerry's back with his red coat and a new axe. He does have a new axe. I didn't even think about that, dude. You just said it. Yeah. He's got it a new axe. Didn't even dawn on me that he had a new axe. Evidently, he's got a collection in the back. As you he know, should. You know, yeah. I mean, you got to have a backup to a backup. Exactly. You know, you got one for executing and one for... Uh, yeah. well, one, one for, for cosplay. Dress. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> LARPy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's going to the Nashville convention, I think, in a couple weeks. Yeah, you yeah. know. Um, <sighs> I love how, like, the entire time, the door's just unlocked. Like, I was like, that's a very Jerry move. Okay, Jerry, not poorly written for this. I like what Jerry says. Yeah, you know, he told me I don't have to do this anymore. But this is what I do. But this is what I do. This yeah. is his identity, and he can't lose it. It goes back to the whole point of is that if you don't have purpose in life, then you're not living. And that was his purpose in yeah. life. That's the reason he was living yeah. was to be that guy for Ezekiel. And so he can't not be who he was supposed to be. You know, he he found his role and he doesn't want to exactly. give that up. And so on. So even if Ezekiel's in there so you know, sobbing with a chain wrapped around him and like that, I mean Well, and the longer he gives this, you know, authority and everything, he still gives Ezekiel authority. So like he's him in proxy right now. Well, yeah, I think he's trying to keep the entire like troops rallied yeah, and everything. Keep everybody assuming that, yeah, Ezekiel's still down. He's depressed because yeah. he's lost a lot of people, but the king is still here. Which I Correct. love that King Ezekiel's having this huge mental breakdown, as he should be. Well, that, and plus we've lost the accent, which is so much more enjoyable to listen to him talk now. Well, yes. I, I agree. But for some reason, and I don't know why, I didn't enjoy Carol on this. I did. I thought she did a great job. I thought her emotions were quick on this one. You know, like I her mean. getting cry face and doing all that stuff like that. I thought it was... For what she was communicating and talking about, I thought that was quick on that. I don't well, know. And then she was quick to go right back to Stone Cold Carol, yes, too. Yes, I mean, like, she was, you know, it was like watching Two-Face. I mean, it was just one thing to another. Schizophrenic, in a way. <laughs> 
Um, and okay, and this is going to sound so petty and probably just dirty. Can't wait. What he's got? Did Carol lose a tooth on the lower jaw? I didn't didn't catch that. Okay. Are we going back? I mean, she's taken a beating a few times, stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> I don't think listen <laughs> since day one. Yeah. Um, I mean, I saw Miss Ryan on talk talk later, and she had no teeth missing, unless they took a sharpie and did something to her. No, I'm talking full blown tooth missing. <laughs> oh, Hear man. that, or there's one sneaking in the back, covered in shadow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was distracting the shit out of me, though. I gotta go back and watch this. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't see Snaggletooth. Yeah, well, think lower jaw, front teeth to the her right side of her face, mm, and they, nope. that's the angle they're showing her as she's. Barking at Ezekiel about shit, and I'm just like tooth, 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 tooth. I feel like Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Mole, 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 mole. Go ahead, get him up. Get him up. Mole. It's amazing how we all thought the same thing. Yeah. Walk a mole. All right, so we leave out of there, and we get this little boy who wants to fight. Is okay. this uh, Ben's little brother? Yes, yes. Okay. Oh, yes, it is. You know, um, and she's like, "Don't follow me," which is a trope, which means you know who he is. Yeah. And of course, we get out there, and he's out there playing patty cake with his little staff, hitting these two walkers. Even uh, him, him I was terrified. I was not concerned with his death <laughs> at, at any point in time. He was handling these two walkers with his stick better than Carl and Sadiq were handling the three of the deer. <laughs> and the thing was, I didn't feel like I didn't think this was going to be a Carol situation. No, I thought he was literally training because he could have killed these walkers. He was like practicing moves on him. Yeah. He was sweeping behind the knee with the staff, <laughs> <Yeah>. dropping one. <laughs> I'm just like, this is classic moves right here. Yeah. Morgan yeah, he would be proud. Training. I don't know. And of course, Carol, you know, and her, you know, just dead center headshots from 25, 50 feet away. Luckily, you know, didn't aiming. just grease the little boy on accident. <laughs> You know, don't get me wrong. I, Carol, badass. I get all that. Da, 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 you know, but she walked out there one-handed, holding a pistol, shoots this in a perfect headshot. You know, I feel like I'm pretty darn good with my 1911. But I got news for you. I would have to post up, put two hands on it, aim, and it, it hit this head center mass. I don't know. You've been shooting zombies' heads for a couple of years now. Man. You know what I mean? Like, you're pretty solid. I mean, you're not Terra solid. Yeah. Terra you're pretty solid. solid. But for Carol, she did well. <laughs> All right. I'll give you that. I'll give I mean, you that. Tara could shoot the wings off a net. <laughs> Which is not wanted. At 100 okay. yards. Blindfolded. <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. All right. So she looks at the boy. Da, 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 you, know, you could have died here. Da, 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 and then hands in the pistol. We agree with this? Disagree with this? I agree. Yeah. I mean, I mean you can't put guns in their hands fast enough. So This kid's He's ready. B- barely less than Carl's age. And Carl murders for fun. Yeah. I mean, he domed his own mom, so. God. Uh, yeah, I think in we're front of, give this In kid. front of a preacher name, you know. He greased an arm, unarmed man <laughs> with a shotgun. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, I'm okay with a little. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Whatever so, his name. Daryl shows back up at Alexandria, and we get this little, you know, rendezvous at the porch with Tara. And basically, the conclusion of this little conversation is, is that. Why wait? Well, no, this is the first coincidence. I was looking for you. <laughs> I was looking for you. It's like, all right, well, y'all found each other. <laughs> yeah. Going on a dangerous Congratulations. mission. Congratulations. She's right where she's supposed to be, in her fucking house. <laughs> you look too fucking hard. Oh, yeah, really. Real difficult. Anyway. Yeah. At night. Like, I was uh, looking for you in my kitchen. 
<laughs> yeah, well, I wasn't looking for you in the shower. Let me yeah. tell you. Yeah. We know exactly where not to find you, Daryl. Yeah. Anywhere where there's running water. <laughs> in a bar of soap. <laughs> so, all right. So, a little confusion here. Are they talking about finishing Negan or finishing Dwight? No, it's Dwight. Yeah. Because she okay. says, I want you to know you were right not killing Dwight. But when all this is over, I'm going to kill him. I want to be the one to do it. Okay. And... Daryl says, maybe we don't have to wait. Right. Dump, dump, dump. <laughs> this is Daryl being, once again, still stupid. Yeah. Like, where all of a sudden did Daryl get all this aggro shit from? He is just like gung-ho to just fuck everything up. I, I think he's just tired. Yeah. What happened to the guy who was, whatever you say, Rick, I'm your man. We're brothers just, like that. Let's stick to the plan. No, I'm going to put you in a headlock. I'm going to abandon you. I'm going to go find Tara. And I've evidently we're going to go ahead and handle our business without anybody being a part of the plan. Not to mention, you're the fucking guy who punched Negan and got got Glenn killed. Yeah. Right. You're the guy who's crying for Maggie. You know what I mean? You're like, the one that caused you, all of this. You owe all allegiance to these two people. You know what I mean? Like, you have no right to go out fucking gung-ho like an idiot. You right. know, I just, I mean, where is this coming from? Yeah. They've just shoehorned this shit in. This is so stupid. No, let's. We've got to find a way to you, screw up our own plan you to make drama. This, you already have this character. Her name's Rosita, <laughs> and she's already dog shit. So it, don't throw Daryl into her <laughs> stinky pile. <laughs> so true. In fairness, I did forget Rosita was on the show until this episode. And Lucky bastard! Aren't you, aren't you regretting that? No, <laughs> I, I really am. Um, so, <laughs> speak of Rosita and Michonne, let's go ahead and get to these two. So, Michonne... Um, Just lock the door. Like, yeah, that's semi-crippled, I guess you could say, recovering. Gets into a car... And, of course, Rosita rolls up there. What are you doing? You're supposed to be healing. I just have to go see. Da, da, da. And, of course, she hops in the car with yeah. her. So, I got that. All right. So, whatever. Do I'm you enjoy past. their musical chairs they do in this edit? Do you notice that? Yeah. We had a sudden new driver. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Rosita was driving. I mean, did they do a magic swap down the highway? Chinese fire drill. That's the only thing I could think of. Because uh, I mean, it would be better if they were doing some magic swapping. <laughs> um, <laughs> 69 on Highway 69. <laughs> uh, not good. Not good. Uh, All right, you know, so I, don't, I don't like what Michonne's the, saying. <laughs> yes. I got an alarm in my head. It just won't go off. I've got to go see this to get the alarm turned off. Huh? Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> sure, Michelle. <laughs> yeah. Bitch uh, <laughs> <laughs> done lost it. Yeah. She mean, got beat the brains out. Uh, okay. She's still up on that slide. Whatever. Okay. Right, but no, nothing beats this next dog shit moment where they're driving down the road with the window down. A window Stop down. the car. Stop the car. Do you hear that? I'm talking about you can barely hear it when the car stopped and turned off. But yet she was able to hear it going 45 down the road. We all know what it feels like to listen. You can't hear much into a car when the no. window's open and you're driving down. For her to say, stop, stop the, the car, car, to hear this faint music in the background. I was like, holy dog shit, no way. <laughs> I had headphones Still. in, like max volume. I'm like, no, I hear nothing. Still not as bad as... <laughs> This tennis ball kick or no? You remember the fucking one where the the guy in the deer stand, way back in the woods, <laughs> yes. is like, I see something. Yes, who is this? It was the fucking the the chick that ran Alexandria's kid or whatever like that. It's like, oh my god, are you yeah. shitting me right now? 
get a heart vision. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's the goal vision. <laughs> she had the yellow glasses on. It'd be believable. It's the goal vision. Oh, she's like, this is so <laughs> Oh, my ribs. Yeah. They're dying right He's now. He's got fucking his techno playing in his ears. It's like, I see something. He just pops this ecstasy and we'll fucking go get it. It could have been a handoff. We better go check that out. I'm just fucking letting this Molly lead the way, bro. Oh my god. So anyway, yeah, fuck this. So stupid. we get out of the car to investigate this on foot. Another great decision. So then we're on this road that looks like it's heavily wooded in the middle of the country. Did y'all see this? And we come out of the woods into this metropolis. Is this a school or a prison? This is a warehouse. Yeah, it's a warehouse. Okay, because it looked like a uh, yeah, it looked like something. A school, or it looked like a, a small jail. <clears throat> I was assuming like a Sam's Club kind of <laughs> feel kind of thing. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> anyway, I mean, so, they had like the tall shelves and everything. All right, so we roll up in this joint, okay? Okay. And it's dark, and of course you hear people talking, da 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 da, and we got you know. Two saviors, and they're talking, and they're using these reference like, we got to get the fat lady over there to save Negan. You think he's going to give us a better rank? You know, we're going to look good for doing this, da 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 And the concept here, evidently, is a giant speaker truck that can play music. What I'm not understanding is, is that, okay, were you testing the equipment, and that's the reason you were letting it play for so many minutes, that they were able to hear it? Via a car, <laughs> through an giant wooded area. And track it. <laughs> and track it. To where this did not highlight or bring in walkers or zombies from anywhere and everywhere well they were all but, chasing carl and uh what's his oh, name oh that's right yeah, yeah sadiq and then they had them on low level but the thing is too the thing was clearly working but when they get in there it's like it's not working yeah, yeah. like he's like issues. fix it you know get it working blah 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 but it's been he's playing like, for the last 15 minutes but we just heard this shitty fucking classical music jamming over here and then they're clearly the only two people in the building yes we got an armed Michonne, an armed Rosita. Their backs are turned. Grease these clowns. <laughs> you can kill from hundreds of yards away, apparently. Yes. Michonne can kill from the other curve of the earth, apparently. <laughs> and we're sneaking up on them and shit. I'm just like, what are we doing? Oh. You overheard the conversation. Great. Yeah. You better kill them now. Like, right now. No joke. And, I mean... Oh, like you said, bro, they're on these racks and stuff. You could easily just prop your hand right on there. I mean, like you just could rest aim your arms. You could uh, get relaxed, stretch you know, it out stretch a bit, your neck take a, a nice bit. deep breath, a few deep breaths, and it's like, all right, let the trigger surprise me. You know, <laughs> yeah. you're like going through the list and stuff like that. Safety off, and you could just thread the needle, blaze these clowns. We got I mean, people shooting arrows through double chain link fences. <laughs> Headshots seconds with stuff attached to the not arrow. one arrow but two arrows Robin Hood style within a millisecond, and they have what twenty feet of range, and they are fucking. We better sneak up on them. Yeah, really. Let me pull my sword out, not my fucking handgun. What are we doing right now? It's not like we're worried about sound because we've been they were playing just the fucking playing. speakers. Playing the fucking opera a second ago. What are we doing? <laughs> so then we kick this fucking tennis ball like, over there. Barely touch it. And, and, and so on. And so our grand decision is to go and hide. Okay. Oh, did you see how she was hiding? 
this toolbox will cover me. <laughs> Let me just peek out the side. <laughs> it was. And then Rosita has her body exposed <laughs> under the box. And the, then she stands up like a gopher off a video game. Yeah, like, it was like my head now. Game. Yeah, I was just waiting for fucking Bill Murray to jump out. He's like, <laughs> I gopher. Yeah. I mean, the only smart one was the black chick with the machine gun. She didn't think twice. No. She was greasing. <laughs> yeah. Just aiming at. Spraying. There's yeah. obviously explosives all around on these racks. <laughs> <laughs> no just got to keep going. Just fuck all these people. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. uh, she doesn't know if there's 50 of them. Yeah. She's she like, just knows a tennis ball. Kid. Grease everyone. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. That's an intelligent way to handle this. Yes. You know what I mean? That's an honest reaction. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, but you no. and me are here. There should be nobody else. Yeah. We got Rosita. She's like, you've been shot. I've been shot before. <laughs> like, <laughs> when the fuck she become RoboCop? Is this Murph? No. <laughs> it's just like. I don't understand. When was she shot before? So what's even better is is that when she started to get shot at, she she, she drops her drop kicks yeah. her pistol it's away. Yeah. A quarter mile. She hacky sacks it across <laughs> <laughs> the wholesale lot. Hot potatoes. <laughs> like, I mean, a drop over there gets a glue gun. I guess this is supposed to be humorous. Yeah, she pulls like, a glue gun out of the of the container first before she finds the the rocket launcher. Yeah. Um, wait. Okay. So, so then Michonne and the other girl get there and we get into a brawl where a pipe versus a sword. Yeah. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So she like <clears> new <throat> black girl with a machine gun takes Michonne's pistol. Has got the skills to pay the bills apparently. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure <laughs> they show Michonne slash this chick once. I thought so. But then she was like, oh, honey, you look like you've been tuned up and da 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 Yeah, like, not looking so good and blah, blah, blah. I mean. Dude, I don't care. Adrenaline and Michonne's skill. Means you, don't, you don't look that way. This no. chick is bisected like Jerry. Yeah. You know, lighting no somebody up. There's no doubt. I, it, it wasn't a believable fight to me. No. No, you I mean, wish she had her gun still and Michonne had to be running. You yeah, know what I mean? It was yeah. like, I don't need to see her fight necessarily. <clears throat> Yeah, it just, but be scared's fine. You, oh. You're not running away from Michonne. I know that by the end of this fight. <coughs> and then, and then we and Rosita the pulls out the comical thing in the world. The, uh, you're not going to use that, honey. <laughs> you must not have known that one of her boyfriends loved RPGs. Is right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck were they thinking with this? I don't I, know. You think that would have been useful to aim it to the right and hit the truck? Literally anything. <laughs> you think it would have been smart to not fire a rocket launcher in an enclosed building? I knew what it was. Hey, how can we get a scene of somebody dying by RPG to the face? We've already got this. We've already seen this. Yes, we saw five bikers get blown to bits from an RPG, and we saw Daryl fire one into a lake of fire. Right, but here's the other thing. Did you notice the difference in this one? Was you actually saw the RPG leave? Oh, hit and, and yeah. hit and explode instead of <clears throat> the five bikers who just miraculously boom, 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 boom. It doesn't matter. This is so stupid. I mean, this I is really dumb. Why? Why are <clears throat> we doing this? I got nothing. I got nothing for you there. And I'm not even sure what would happen if you fired a rocket at a person. I'm going to assume. <clears throat> I thought there was a distance you had to travel before the tip became active. If I'm not, I watched, I think it was Mythbusters where like the RPG doesn't become active unless it reaches a certain velocity, which takes so many feet from the tube to protect the shooter. 
If I'm not mistaken, I could have swore that's what something is. I might he be wrong. Could be right. <clears throat> if there's somebody out there that says differently like that. But to me, he's every bit of 25 feet away. Uh, and if that exploded like it did, she would have been thrown back against the old toolbox that was 15 feet behind her. Oh, yeah. That Instead of her, be like, the of her blowing soul. the tuba, whew, like I'd killed something, you know? I mean. I just, man, I'm. I'm just utterly floored why my wife made this decision. <laughs> this entire warehouse, music, and everything else decisions are Get again, somebody watched the scene <clears throat> and said, this is what we wanted. Right. There's no doubt. So we do this, and evidently the other chick is able to get to the truck, start it up, and drive off. Shake off the fact that her partner just got blown up by an RPG and just be like, eh. It's no problem. You know what I mean? No hope problem. Hope you don't have another <laughs> round because I'm clearly dead. <clears throat> So, we get in the truck and we take off. And, of course, now, Michonne and Rosita are running out of the building. Yeah. She's running well for somebody who cannot swing a sword properly. I don't know if y'all noticed that as well. To watch this truck go down here, and I was like... I was like, it's gone. Okay, it's gone. Doesn't look there. And when I saw this garbage truck come out of nowhere, I almost threw my remote at the TV. And then I realized my TV's more valuable than this garbage (laughs) pail show we just watched right here. This right here was the kicker to me. This was the cherry on top. It of, was of so dumb. My wife was like, "Are you serious?" And I was like, "Thank you, dear, because that is the worst coincidental, absolute garbage." Like it, it worked out. Like it was out a pl- and just like drops twenty-seven rounds into the <laughs> girl in the driver's. It ain't like her. it was a. No. It was. <laughs> I mean, like, let's make sure there's nothing left in that vehicle that's human remains. <laughs> and I respect that of them. Like, I mean, you if know, we're going to go all that out. That was my favorite it. part of the scene. <laughs> Daryl just <laughs> greasing this chick. He was just like, God, yeah. I want to be this person um, so I never see this episode. And I was just like, what? Dude, what? where the fuck did this truck come from? How do they know to come here because right. they didn't how know? How did those why? two guys, how did those two people realize that this this was something they needed? Where did the availability come from? The music hasn't been playing <clears throat> for like music, 15 minutes. Right. Like, I mean, like, there is so many holes and bridges too far in this entire scenario. Why does Daryl decide to smash into this truck? Yeah, really. How what does, does he, he even, know about this truck? How does he even know who's for driving For all you it? know... That was Rosita driving the truck away. No, for Maybe, all you know, well, that's Michonne, the other black chick that could have been just greased right there. Right, you know. This I chick mean, had braids. Because <laughs> if you watch the scene and the special effects scenes on Talking Dead afterwards like that, the truck doesn't even realize what it's hitting until right when it gets up on it. It's a concrete wall. You can't see anything. Right. So he, he just mows this truck down completely blind to what it is. Yeah, and acting like they were. Do you realize the timing you would have to have for that to even happen? The perfect timing, absolute perfect. Yeah, even if you were trying to time it, that would be difficult. Like the things coming, you were trying to amazingly lucky, and know that truck had left at the exact time, going Mm -hmm. at the right speed for you to come across a wall you cannot see through to be able to hit it completely broadside between the two tires to knock it over and to say, "Oh wait a minute, that's not one of my people. Let me pull my machine gun out and just hose these folks." And do you know how many people had to sign off on making this okay? Hundreds, I have to assume. Do you know how many people were proud about how there was only one truck we can do this to? Let's make sure we don't mess this up. Like, let's just don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> but people had to sign off on this. People, yeah, people had to like, say, this is a good idea. This is a good idea. Or like, yeah, okay, it's sounds great. Right. Yeah, they had to say that a lot this episode. I just don't understand. Like, there's, I don't, man, I don't. Where's the quality control people at? Where's the people to say... 
how in the hell would you even get to this moment? Why would Daryl know where y'all are? Yeah. Why would anybody know where this place is? We've never seen this place. Obviously, it's full of badass shit. Yeah. We would have already yeah. taken this place over. But we why didn't Dwight to... know about this place? Exactly. It's this close. Why didn't Dwight yeah. know? It's walking distance from the road from your car. I I just. None of this makes sense. None of, none of this none of can fly. Okay. No, there, there's not a single shred of this that makes anything make sense or make the show better. A, a show with <clears throat> millions of viewers to make this kind of mistake and to think it, it's okay. It's is, almost insulting to the viewer. It really. is. Because it's like, we need your brains to be mush and just be excited that certain characters do cool things. Don't worry about how we got from point A to point B. Well, I mean, it's not only that. It's like, where did this take us? Because we gained zero ground in the Oh, no. All it did was put all of them together in one vehicle. Yeah. To drive up to the sanctuary so they could see this. For evidently, these four are going to do their own plan, which is completely against the the plan everybody else is following. That Rick had, like almost solidified at the beginning of the episode in his letters. That made no sense. But there's I, absolutely no way Michonne can sign off on any plan that is detrimental to Rick's plan. No exactly. way. Exactly. Right there. Her being in the truck immediately nullifies anything here because they're all riding together. No, but, that, but if Darryl, who's the person who's supposed to check up on Rick? Daryl. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're the ones that know where Rick. Daryl's the one that knows where Rick's going. Even right. ask him before he leaves. You sure you want to do this? So if so Daryl, so we're going to go do him, our own thing. So why and, is Michelle wanting to go in the wind? Yeah, why is Michelle wanting to go to the sanctuary? Does that mean Daryl hasn't <clears> told anybody that Rick has gone to the fucking junkyard? I mean, why would Michelle want to be like? Hey, Rick hadn't been back in days. Yeah, I haven't seen my man. We gotta go. You know what I mean? We gotta go. She already knew he was gonna be gone for looks like looks like two days or something. Right. But now he's been gone for more time, and Daryl's the only one that knows where he is apparently. But because Daryl's a douche, dirty douche, <clears throat> um, extremely dirty. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and now you're gonna tell me three people are gonna voluntarily ride in a car with Daryl at this point? And to do whatever they're planning on doing, which is asinine. But what are they planning on doing? They have it nice set up. Walkers, and now we know that there's snipers around the building waiting for anybody to step out. Right. And so now, oh, well, Michelle's and we've, to... we destroyed this one truck, which would have actually, if it was had a plausible storyline, would have done a good little way of, let's, let's get Negan out of here to make this war actually have some teeth to it instead of just a one-sided ambush. Well, not only that, it actually would have helped Alexandria and the kingdom and stuff because they would have started coming out of those doors and then our snipers could have hit them. There's a lot of different things that could have happened that could have made this a little more plausible or entertaining, but we just instead we dumped all that with complete terrible writing to where we're going to have four people in a garbage truck. They're going to do something that's going to actually help the sanctuary and make themselves look dumb, possibly get somebody in a lot of trouble, and we're not going to be fearful of their lives because they're four main characters. Well, I mean, is Rosita a main character at this point? (laughs) She's been in a little long. She has a name. That's true. That is true. Because we have yet to kill somebody with a name minus, what, Eric? Well, that's the thing. Two of the people I think are the most expendable, Rosita and Tara, are now together. 
and Daryl and Michonne, whoa. not expendable. Negative. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Tara's accuracy is not expendable at this point in time. So. Her character they've got to, they've is got to level. They've got to level it out. You yeah. know what I mean? You can't, you can't have Tara level for that long. Uh, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like a superpower. I mean, we yeah, might I mean, need to like, give Negan a fight. Like Grand Theft Auto. But... We're going to put six stars on you. You just don't live. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just it's, one of the things. You know how like ridiculous it is that Superman is in the same genre as the rest of the people? True. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll just melt you to pieces. You know, I mean, I'll do anything I want and tear you apart. That's Terra, you know, compared to the rest of Alexandria. <laughs> All right. What, I mean, let's talk about this. What do you think is a viable plan they could come up with when there are four of them in a dumpster, in a dumpster truck? Nothing. Nothing. I don't think there's anything you can say or do that makes sense that's going to allow them to get in there and do what they want to do. Well, and like, who of these four has ever come up with a brilliant plan that, Worked out. Maybe There's no Mich- brains in the truck. That's the whole deal. Yeah. I mean, outside of Michonne, when she had the walkers, <laughs> like, there hasn't been a plan that's come from any of them. Yeah. And so I just, I don't know what I the whole cringe point. Yeah. at where this is going. I don't see how there's a possible good way for this to end. They're going to have to drop Michonne off. Michonne's going to be like, I can have no part of this. But really, she should probably fucking sword the, the three of them. If they try to go through with it. You know what I mean? Like It's like, this isn't Rick's plan. Like, Rick's plan. What are we doing right now? Now there's going to be strife between Michonne and these three people, I would assume. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, Ugh. It's yeah, gross. It's, uh, gross. You know what this episode also proved? And it's just completely random. Let's let's get awkward pair, pairs together. Let's get Tara and Daryl together. Let's get Michonne and Rosita together. Let's get Eden and Aaron together. Oh, we yeah. forgot about Enid and Aaron. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not even, it's not even much to talk about, but just think about the randomness of the partners that get together this episode. And why would Enid ever leave pregnant Maggie? She it doesn't wouldn't. make sense. She just wouldn't. There's just that's like her. It, it, Jerry's purpose is, you know, being doorman to fucking Ezekiel. Doorman. <laughs> yeah, her purpose. Enid's purpose is to make sure Maggie's okay. Right. Yeah. There's just. And now, no, no, just going to cut out. What the fuck is Aaron doing? He said, I'm going to make sure we don't lose. What does Aaron know now that we don't know? Right. I mean, what group of people has Aaron been hiding somewhere? I don't know. Did hey, he did he talk to Daryl and Rick before they all... So Carol's supposed to bring whatever fighters they could bring to Rick's aid. In... Where? Well, no, for the final push. Because remember, they're supposed to go back to the sanctuary. In two days. Well, Rick ain't going nowhere. No. Well, he's and a Not unless he makes a cat, not a wire. <laughs> <laughs> and he's walking around naked. <laughs> well, I think he's at the walking down, walking around naked part. <sighs> Which also, maybe Michonne heads there and finds out that they got her man naked. Hey, never and know. she's already heard Give that. Give me my boots back, bitch. <laughs> stupid bangs lady wants to bang his hus- her husband yeah. now, you know, so it's like... So maybe this all leads to Michonne katanaing everybody in the garbage camp, and that will make it all worth it. That would be a worthwhile episode. Come on, just fifty minutes, <laughs> just her <laughs> whipping that sword around, just taking head off after head off. Instead of Kill Bill, we have. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the bride; it's <laughs> the Michonne. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I don't even want to. This episode frustrates me so much. I just. How close are we to abandoning the show? I, I'm a super fan, so yeah. we're not abandoning anything. Hey, I ain't telling you to abandon the comic book. The show's still, not in the best state. The show is in a bad spot. The show can recover 
They've just got to get away from this garbage they're doing. I, I mean, I'm I'm thinking like they need to blow it up, like you know, like a sports team. You know, just it ain't working. Blow it up. We need some. We need some free agency. Here. New blood, yeah. new ideas. Just gotta new... throw Geno Smith out on the field. To me, see to me, it. they really, really want to do something. They really need to kill three big cast members, and just really shake up the dynamic of how things are. Because right now we're in the rut of you never fear for Carol, you never fear for Carl, you never fear for De- you never fear for the top six people. You never do. Not even the bad guys. No, no, that's the whole deal. Like. You're gonna. The only way something big or bad is gonna happen now is is that they're gonna give you a precursor to it way in advance, or to be a you know a mid-season finale or something. And that's what misses. Like one of the most shocking and best episodes of Walking Dead history was the second episode or third episode of the prison when we lost Lori and T Dog in a single episode. episode that was so brutal and so shocking and so on, and it's still so rememberable today. You know, you four save, seasons later. You can't save everything for mid-season finales no. and season finales and premieres. Even like when gotta, Axel's sitting there talking to Carol and just gets his head blown off right there beside her and did a complete blindside. And that's back when the governor was in the mix. And it was still an episode that just like, holy crap, it was a good shock. It was something different. And he wasn't a huge beloved character. Yeah. But. He was a character. He was, he was a character. And you felt, you were like, this can't, you can't believe this is happening. Blah, blah, blah. There were so many good things there. You know what I mean? And not to say that only kills matter, but we're so top heavy. We don't no, fear anybody's death. It doesn't even have to be kills. You remember when one of my favorite episodes is Glenn when he's captured, you know, with Maggie. Yeah, oh, yeah, with yeah. With the governor and everything. And he kills a walker with a bone and a chair leg. Right, and, right, right. Yeah, they escape by, you know, breaking the, the chair apart. Right. It wasn't stuff. that Glenn was killed. It's, Plus, you get to see Maggie in a bra, which was not awesome. But, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, but also Whoa, like <laughs> in these crazy times, how dare you? Oh, I'm sorry, she's eye candy. My bad. <laughs> oh, uh, so you're saying she deserves it, huh? She's asking for it. She was asking for it, huh, bro? Hey, Pocahontas, I don't want to hear your crap over there. You oh know? my god, that's our president. What a fucking embarrassment. Um, yeah. I, you know, but I'm saying it didn't take a character dying, but the stakes felt so real. But yeah, I mean, you thought one of those two was not going to make it. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you thought, always thought Glenn wasn't going to make it. It's the problem. It's so like now we've lost that person that we can always put into danger. Everything now is like a parody of itself. When it gets like like when, when Carl was in his situation with Sadiq, we were all like, "Really? Yeah. Okay. How's he going to get out of this? Because this right, is stupid. You know what I mean? Like, like once, I would never feared Michonne getting shot or hit by this black girl in the in the warehouse. I didn't even fear Rosita, even though she was a complete moron in the entire scene, which would have been awesome if she like stood up and she took five rounds to the chest and was coughing up blood horribly. <laughs> I would have been like pumping my fist like, holy <laughs> hell yes, this is something that, you know, did not see this coming. You know, I'm so but happy. no, instead we still have to look at her ugly mug for the next couple episodes or for however long, you know, but I mean, it's even when, you know, the entire kingdom fighters get greased by 50 cal. You knew Ezekiel was alive. Yes. You knew Ezekiel wouldn't die during You knew this. Jerry was alive. And you knew Carol was never in danger. When, yeah. Even though they made it look like she might be. Well, yeah, even when she's pulling full-blown Rambo. Yeah, so that's the whole deal. It's like the reality of that, of that entire scene right there, she should have got winged. Mm-hmm. She should have got shot where she was literally like almost bleeding out. Well, at or, least Ezekiel was winged. A little bit. Oh. 
Everybody else looked like human Swiss cheese, and he got grazed <laughs> in the ankle. Uh, okay. You hit me. You Another me. example. I mean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which also, if you're getting grazed by a 50 cow, you've also lost that limb. Yeah, just, I just, mean, that's why, I, like, the stakes don't match for the characters. That's yes. the deal. Nobody has the stakes unless you're a fluff character or somebody who got named last episode just so you can die and feel good about it this episode. Yeah. I, I think there's just plenty of characters that, not, not necessarily that they've worn out their welcome, but they've run their course. Right. And it's yeah. time to just shave them off, man. Just And that may sound coarse or whatever, but damn, man, let's, let's go. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Blow it up, man. I mean, we need part of the new problem. blood. That's part of the problem with this season of Game of Thrones. Like, even Littlefinger, you got to a point to where you just need some people to die so we can let Look, it grow. I, I can give you a great example, and I'm not going to tell you who the character is, but a character in the comic book, beloved, in it forever, okay? The huge character in my mind, even mm-hmm. in comparison to the show, okay? A, a big character, yeah. okay, like that. This person falls off of a ladder on a water tower and gets caught there. And walkers come by and eat his torso down from his head gone. And that's the end of him on the comic book. That is... So you need to put that in perspective. Like, that's just another page in the comic. It wasn't like they were there and he died heroically or he did this or he did that. Da, 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 da. He just messed up. And like, he, got... he was doing his job, something messed up, and they found his, what looked like to be the predator's skeleton left of him, <laughs> you know, after he dismembered you. That would be from a great a death to put into the show. You follow just what I'm saying? Like, like random that, accident. And that was just the next page in the comic book. It wasn't like it was the cover of what happened to this person or that was the last page. No, it was like the middle of the comic book. Oh my gosh. Okay, this character's gone now. I'm just seeing it being highly like... So like the show needs to understand yeah, that's okay what you need. Me. You need to understand that people are going to make mistakes and even your biggest and best character has been around for seven, eight seasons. Whatever it is, yeah, can make a oops and then they die. That's what the whole point of the stakes is. That's why you're supposed to fear zombies is one little mistake, not just exactly. because you're fighting a walker one on one. That's no one's gonna fear that. But like exactly. you make that mistake and then the whole horde is on you. I mean, come on, man. No, nobody fears anything. One thing we got going now is we've got Gabriel shaking like a leaf. Like, I guess he's got fever like he's been bit. But we, heck, that was, that was a couple episodes ago. We hadn't figured anything out on that yet either. They and check off gutted that one too because it was, hey, anybody ever got sick from this? It's like, <clears throat> really? You're going to ask the question and then right. now all of a sudden Gabriel's sick? Again, and another thing is, is that, oh, by the way, you see walkers come over the top of him and then you see him in the holding cell and he's sweating. If he did get bit, it's bit off camera again. You know, like it was like we're supposed to be the reveal, like Andrea gets revealed at the end of her season. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Like nah. that's that's what I'm getting at. Like, stop it. You're stop. repeating the same material and the same conclusions for characters, and you, you're not you're not you're not bringing anything to the table. And you don't need to. Like, there's still plenty of creative ways. The reason the show is good is because it keeps you on your toes with new content, new material, new way things go. Right now, <laughs> we're getting the repeat, 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 repeat. Yes. Just like we are at this point in the podcast. So we need something drastic to happen. We need a huge twist and turn, uh, lighten the load of characters. And we need writers to realize, quit giving us horse shit of these coincidences and eye torture that we're getting. And we got, what, two episodes until the mid-season finale? Well, we got one in the mid-season finale. 
And so hopefully by then we're six. able to start right wrapping some of this up and get some of these characters. Back uh, right now it's been be. nothing but the uh, the good guys winning. Evidently we're going to make it where the second half is where the bad guys start winning. Well, I mean, at least they'll be starting to, you know, put up a fight. Well, like we did in the preview pod for the entire thing, Negan has his role. Yeah, and he was Instead winning. of being guys stuck in a trailer, you know, or stuck in this compound the whole time. But my thing is, too, they've killed so many of Negan's men now. The yeah. outpost. And we have so many prisoners now, too. You know, uh, all Negan has left is what's inside the... Compound. The, the sanctuary. Yeah. He doesn't look like he has 10 warriors left. All right, look, I'm going to go ahead and put it out here. Let's just end this shit right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of talking. The whole dog's yards. The episode was garbage. I'm hoping for a rebirth. Y'all agree? Absolutely. Done. Absolutely. Guys, we're going to call tonight again. All, we've had a few technical issues tonight, but I hope it's not too bad on the recording. Let us know your thoughts. As always, we're on Twitter, Facebook, the whole nine yards. This is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. We'll see y'all next week.